The Pilgrimage of the Heart podcast is brought to you by PYO.Yoga, an online studio for all your yoga needs, including videos in Spanish and Russian. This podcast is also brought to you by Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga, located in San Diego and serving over 1,000 yogis a week. Hi, this is Sujantra. Join me now and every week to discover the beauty, joy, and peace that lies just underneath. So a lot of times, many people find it easier to do the concentration and even meditation with their eyes slightly open. Because a lot of times, if we close our eyes, it's easy to kind of go into uh, drifting thoughts or daydreaming. Whereas if you keep your eyes open and your eyes still, then it can be more conducive for the concentration and the meditation. And so you can use the imagery for something to focus on. And then also, if there's particular images that really resonate with you or have a certain feeling for you, then you can also internalize those images during the meditation. So when we get into the visualization or, and the internal awareness, you can hold some of those images in your mind. So that's the idea of um, having the nice projection for everyone. So tonight, before we start the meditation, I want to talk a little bit Um, Someone requested to talk about the topic of self-love, self-care. And as I was thinking about it, I think we can see ourselves as having many dimensions, but in terms of the topic of self-love, thinking about two dimensions of ourselves that we can honor and respect and nurture. And the first is what we often connect with meditation, and that is honoring the tranquility in our mind. Or another way to look at it would be to honoring the um, tranquility or purity in your heart. And so that would be the idea of self-love or self-care, would be to be sure to spend time each day doing things that bring you peace of mind. So that might be a daily practice of meditation, doing yoga class, doing uplifting reading. Whatever brings calmness to your mind and your heart. And that can also involve things you don't do, you choose not to do. Uh, So for example, consuming media. You may determine that for you to stay abreast of the world's news, you you can do that in 15 minutes a day. And that, and that doesn't affect your mind too much. But maybe sitting in front of the television um, for an hour or two, just absorbing uh, a lot of media, maybe you, you'll find that it actually is disturbing to your mind, causes um, uh, agitation. And so that would be a good example of self-care would be taking in as much as you need to to function, but then using, using time to bring in Uh, energies that bring you tranquility of mind. So coming to meditation, doing your own practice, things like that. Then the other dimension would relate to your dharma. Because some people see, uh, think of like meditation as an escape from the world. 
and think, oh, okay, Sujantra goes home at night, meditates for um, half hour, and just goes into like dream world and escapes from the world. So, uh, which was a critique I got early on when I started to meditate, which was many years ago before meditation was as prevalent. And yes, I do take a half hour, hour in the evening, or when I come to the class, um, time to turn inward and find that tranquility. But then I'm not staying there all day. I'm not quitting my job and just staying in meditation or forsaking my responsibilities. So there's the nurturing part of yourself, keeping the tranquility of mind, but then the other side related to your dharma. And by that I mean, what are the things that are essential that you need to do in your life to have that deep feeling of fulfillment? And so each of us, when we, if you think of dharma, dharma is a Sanskrit word that comes from, uh, that the meaning is to work or action. And so each of us has the ability to go internalize and to feel peace and calm for a certain amount of time, but then life forces us to, to act, to do things, to be a part of the world. And so discovering your dharma is looking at your life situation and realizing the uniqueness of it. So each of us has a very unique um, place in the world. There's billions of people on the earth, but each of us is in a very unique situation. You know, the people you intersect with, whose lives you're involved with, and what roles you play in all those different lives. And so discovering your dharma is really about discovering for you which are the most important uh, points of intersection that you have in your life. So you might go through a given day and be in a hundred different situations or play many different roles. And you can't always, always serve all of them. But to choose those that are, are most essential and really honor those parts of your life. So I was having this discussion with a friend the other day. And it was like a self-exploration discussion, kind of focused on his life and, and um, trying to help him or figure out what is most important because there's so many things you can do. So all the things going on in the world, what should I focus on? Where can I be the most help? And so with him, it really whittled down to three things. His role as a father, and these were three equal, like, like uh, three points that are most important for him. His role as a father, his role as a spiritual seeker, so seeking truth, seeking higher knowledge in his life, and then finally his role as a teacher, and literally his career as a teacher. So those three things, his role as a father, role as a spiritual seeker, and role as a teacher. And so then, amidst all the possible things one can do in life, honing it down to, well, what can I do to be the best at those three things? Because those are the, the strongest points of intersection in his life. Sure, there's all kinds of things going on in the world and you'd like to see things different, but the, the world that's most dependent on you is, is your dharma. And so then when we explored that, then things really fell into place about where to put his energy in life. And so those two elements in terms of self-care and, and um, self-love is looking at what brings tranquility to your mind, what practices, what spiritual practices, and then two, what actions or what activities 
are really focused in on, on your dharma, on, on your highest, um, whether it's service or your highest role in life, however you want to think about it. And so tonight during the meditation, we'll do, um, we'll do two explorations of that. So you'll do a visualization focused on the tranquility of mind and what you do to bring that into your life. And then we'll do a visualization on um, dharma, your dharma. Because each of us is unique. And the, the, the best action for a given person in one moment can be entirely different for another person. So we're not looking for the absolute um, ethical rule in life or the one thing everyone should do, but rather what's unique to you and how to feel that and connect with that. So tranquility and your dharma. And then also last week I had mentioned um, I was reading some Walt Whitman. And so during the meditation I'll read a little bit of the passage I found um, from his Leaves of Grass. And it's, it, it's a section where he's talking about joy. And so he's actually connecting with joy as, it's, as if joy is a trumpeteer, you know, a person who plays the trumpet. So joy has been personified as a trumpet. And he's asking joy to speak to him, to sing to him a song. And then um, it starts, well, the section I chose, it starts, hymns to the universal God from the universal man. And so I'll, I'll read some of these lines, which are really beautiful. As we go into the meditation, we'll explore um, that joy. Because that's one of the ideas of the Indian philosophy, is that when you find your dharma, your, your action in life, and when you really connect with that, that it brings joy. Regardless of the outcome of what you're involved in, if you're doing and you're acting in your highest wisdom, then any result brings you joy because we have the right, we can act, but we can't always control what happens. But if your actions are in line with your dharma, then there's going to be joy, whether outwardly it's success or failure. OK, so then we'll move into our meditation. And finding a comfortable position with your back as straight as is comfortable. Again, beginning with your eyes closed as we go into the conscious relaxation. And let's start with a few shoulder rolls. So as you breathe in, bring your shoulders forward, up, and the exhale, shoulders back and down. Do a few of those, especially if you've been at a desk all day or at a computer. Energize those muscles in your back. Squeeze your shoulder blades together. If possible, breathing in and out through your nose. Nice, deep, long breaths. On your next exhale, ending with your shoulders back and down. Now imagine there's a thread connected to the very top of your head. As you breathe in, let your head lift up so your spine, cervical spine, Gets nice and long. And then as you exhale, let your chin fall towards your chest. Stretch out the muscles in the back of your neck.
And then from here, do a few neck circles. So as you breathe in, roll your head to one side. Keep the circle going at some point. Exhaling, so linking in whatever way you like, the inhale, exhale, and the rolling. your next inhale, bringing your head back to the alert position, focusing in on your breath, as you breathe in, becoming aware of the muscles in your forehead and around your eyes. As you exhale, allow those muscles to release and relax. Breathing in an awareness of the muscles in your cheeks and jaw, letting those muscles melt. As you breathe in, deepest breath of the evening, feel your chest opening and expanding. Exhaling, releasing. Try and allow that feeling of release to sink into your heart. So again, deep breath in, expansion. Releasing. Now with that inhale feeling, that openness, the exhale, allow that feeling of calmness and peace to flow down from your heart through your solar plexus, through your abdomen, 
all the way into the base of your body. Now choose one other area of your body where you feel or suspect there's tension or holding. As you breathe in, become aware of that area, either on the surface or deep inside your body. As you exhale, releasing. Let your awareness move into your hands. Become conscious of your hands and the position that they're in. Try to feel some symmetry or balance in the posture of your hand. here will flow into concentration. So we'll begin with visual concentration. So if you want to use the imagery, you can let your eyes rest on the, on the images. Or if you'd prefer to gaze downward at a darker spot of bamboo flooring or at the candle flame, 
regardless of what you're visually concentrating on, the key thing is to have your eyes still and calm. Shifting your awareness to your ears. Eyes can be open or closed. Either way, keep your eyes still and calm. First, be aware of all the sounds around you. and then focus in specifically on the flute. You can give the sound an image and a color if you like. And now for our sense of touch, bringing into your awareness, first the feeling of breath moving in and out through your nostrils. Then if you're able, the feeling of your beating heart. And finally, if you're able, the gentle pulse in the tip of each thumb, touching your pointer finger or middle finger to the tip of the thumb. 
Take a moment to enjoy this feeling of being focused and concentrated on sound, touch, and your vision. To have gathered up your awareness, the alertness that comes with that, the clarity. And this alertness gives us the ability to move into internal awareness and meditation. So we'll begin with the heart-centered meditation. And for this, you can, if you've been using the imagery, choose one of those images, or if you haven't been, just use your imagination to create an image that for you represents the beauty and clarity of your own heart. And so as you breathe in, inwardly feel breath and focus on that image deep in your heart, the scene from nature. And as you exhale, feeling a quality that you connect with your own heart. So as you breathe in, choose a quality that you connect with your heart. Could be peace, love, compassion, sweetness, purity. Breathe in, inwardly repeating that word, visualizing the imagery. And as you exhale, feeling that quality. Now for the self-care, the self-love. Choose one thing that you can do each day that brings tranquility to your mind, peace to your heart. Now you might have a few things you do so you can blend all of them, but as you breathe in, inwardly chanting peace or tranquility and visualizing you doing those things. So it can be a collage of images or just one image. And as you exhale, feeling the peace and honoring that activity in your life, giving it value.
Now we'll shift to the Dharma. So you can visualize your life from a big perspective, see all the different intersections with other people and situations and circumstances, get that big view of your life, and then hone in on what you and your heart feel is, are the most essential. One, two, three, however many you feel that are essential, your essential points in life. And then meditating on those, visualizing, feeling in your heart the importance of that role, of the people it affects. Again, honoring. Into this experience, we'll add in some chanting. You can either use the chanting as a backdrop for continuing your visualizations, or shift to focusing in on the chanting. So just hearing that note. Next exhale, humming, breath in.
again, breath in. This time the ah sound. going. to the mantra Shanti, which is peace. Here's our note. Hum it first time. Shanti or peace.
one final ohm all together and then we'll have a minute of just silence. As you end your meditation, slowly bringing your awareness back to your body and surroundings. But as you do, still keeping some awareness on the inner dimension. completely forgot about Walt Whitman, but I'll read it. I'll read a little. Hymns to the universal God from the universal man, all joy. A reborn race appears, a perfect world, all joy. Women and men in wisdom, innocence, and health, all joy. Riotous, laughing bacchanals filled with joy. War, sorrow, suffering gone, the rank earth purged, nothing but joy left. The ocean filled with joy, the atmosphere all joy, joy, joy in freedom, worship, love, joy in the ecstasy of life, enough to merely be, enough to breathe, joy, joy all over joy. So coming back to our theme of the self-care and self-love, again, those two dimensions of yourself, the tranquility and peace in your mind and heart, honoring that, having things in your life that deepen that and expand that, and then also honoring your unique situation in the world and the responsibilities and the actions that that role calls for. Because honoring those first and foremost will connect you with connecting with your own deepest dimension. And then like the poem says, all joy. So if you can connect with that deepest part of yourself through your dharma and through your tranquility, then you connect with this deep joy of life.
Okay, so nice having everyone here this evening. Coming to the group meditation is very empowering. Uh, it can lift up your whole practice for the week. So I really encourage Monday night, we have North Park meditation. You're at Tuesday night. Thursday night, we have Kirtan, the musical meditation, uh, which includes uh, singing, dancing, chanting. At your option, what you, how, what you want to do. You can just sit and meditate if you want. Uh, that's Thursday night. What's that? It's really fun. It's really fun. There's Tom, lead singer. Um, and, and then all the classes and all the other things we have. So thanks all, thank you all for coming. If anybody wants, um, we have tea afterwards in the little uh, grove out there. So there's tea and some cookies. So thank you all, and see you next week. Namaste. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of Pilgrimage of the Heart Yoga. Join us at our studios here in San Diego or visit us online at pyo.yoga. Namaste.